I love that ad. I love that ad. I love that ad. Hello and welcome to another very special episode of I Love That Ad. Joined as ever, the wind beneath my wings, Shane W. Rennan. How are you doing, Shane? I am fabulous. How are you? Uh, always, always better seeing you here. <laughs> and we are joined this week, honoured to be joined by David Slattery, Head of Marketing and Communications at Pinergy. David, welcome to the podcast. Thanks, guys. Delighted to be here. Uh, nice to meet, finally meet yourself, uh, Shane and Aaron. Uh, looking forward to the conversation we have. Great to have uh, you. Just before we started recording this, David alluded that the last time he was listening to her, the, the dulcet tones of Shane and I, he was on a beach in Lanzarote, uh, back with a bang, uh, back back uh, into, into the heat wave that we are, we are just on the tail end of. Uh, what was it like uh, being, being in the heat wave, uh, in the proper heat wave in, in, in the Mediterranean? Yeah, it was great. Uh... We were, we'd, we kind of had temperatures for around kind of late 20s for the first 10 days. And then the last three or four days, the, the mercury went shooting up and we hit, I think, 35 a couple of days. Um, and then, sure, we, we came home and there's another heat wave here. So, you know, it's, it's all good. All good. I think, you, I think you've given people heat stroke just even saying the words 35 I know. Uh, degree, <laughs> degrees Celsius. We all have a boiling point over 21. I don't, I don't um, think Irish people can cope with such high temperatures. I think we're, no. we're, we're happy with the 15 to 20 degrees and just somewhere in there, we're, we're happy for a good Irish summer. Absolutely. We're, we're, we prefer the winter here, I think. Uh, <laughs> it's favourite season. Um, and just to, David, just to could... take a break there, hold on one second. Uh, not a break from the recording, just I want to put Aaron on blast. Lanzarote's not in the Mediterranean, Aaron. I, <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I was like, does he know? Does he know where Lanzarote He said it. I was like, Aaron is notoriously bad at geography. I like, am. I he's am terrible, terrible, terrible at geography. So I just wanted I, uh, to, for everyone there, we know Lanzarote's not in the Mediterranean and we're not going to have uh, fall- disinformation out on the podcast like that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Aaron, tell about the time where you thought Zurich was just a company. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I genuinely didn't know Zurich was a city. I thought it was just an insurance company. Um, and uh, Fiona Field um, thought I was thought I was messing for a good while. Until she I was serious. So, uh, thanks for the education, Fiona. Uh, that Zurich is is uh, is in fact a city. Um, okay. But yeah, I'm uh, geography's not my my strong point. But we're not here to discuss geography. Yeah, we, we are. <laughs> we, we got on it. Uh, I'm more interested in hearing uh, David. What's what the ads that you love? When you see an ad come on telly, what's the kind of ad you go, you know, fuck it, I love that ad. I love that ad. I, th- I think um, I think advertising, you know, has gone through a huge amount of change over the last two decades. Um, you know, when I started out in marketing, we we had whatever, six or seven chant TV channels and, you know, you, you buy your 30-second spot mm-hmm. in the middle of the nine o'clock news and you were guaranteed to see, for most of the population to see the ad. I think, obviously, with the proliferation of media over the last decade, um, you know, ads or content or whatever you want to call them now really have to stand out. We really have to grab your, your attention um, because as those we're always facing the, the fast forward button or the stop button or the click button. Yeah. Um, and, you know, something that is really strongly emotional, I think is really important. Um, I think you've got to hurt, hit people in the hearts as well as the head. Um, and I think then on, from a kind of a commercial side perspective, you really got to try and, you know, I suppose once someone describes to me as unlock, un- unlock your product in 10 seconds, you know, describe the benefits, show, show people how their life will be better with your product in that 10 seconds that you have their attention for. Um, and I think, you know, the best advertising that I've seen over a long number of years has been that, you know, it's been emotional, whether that's humor, or you know happiness sadness whatever but you've got to engender emotion in a in a very short period of time and i suppose engender engage people to your brand um that you've got the you know at the end of the day after that 30 seconds people have got to feel a little bit different about your brand in in, in a right way um and i think you know hopefully some of the ads we, we, we'll discuss today um you know do those two things two things show emotion uh, as well as unlocking a product and benefits and showing people how you know their life can be a little bit better uh, by, by, by considering your product. Yeah, I think that's a really good point, like about someone feeling differently after your brand, after seeing 
your communications. And I think a big thing is not only feeling differently about it, but it's just remembering your brand. Yeah. Because I think sometimes some some brands can be guilty or some storytellers can be guilty of their story or their advertising being so strong and you go, who was that? Yeah. Who, you, you lose it, the story, mm. you know what I mean? And it's trying to, I, I, I find that tough uh, myself when I'm thinking about concepts and scripts. I'm like, how do you make sure that this, you're just not telling any story that any brand can be a part of. Yeah. It's this has to be intrinsically linked to the product and the value, but yet also tap into either humor or sadness or emotion. So when someone does remember the story, the brand is attached to it as opposed to just placed on top of it. Exactly. You exactly. Know? I think yeah. that's vital. Yeah. yeah. And I think and I think if you look at all the best advertising, you know, some some of the best adverts in the world, you're you're dead right. People can't attribute the brand to the ad. And, you know, you've made a great piece of content. You've great, you've, you've sold a great story in those 30 seconds or a minute, mm-hmm. but actually have you done, have you met the objective? Have you met the brief? Um, and, you know, have you addressed the business problem? Um, and I suppose that's ultimately what, you know, um, you know, advertising is trying to do is, you know, it's engage, entertain, but also solve problems um, yeah. you know, get, you know, create awareness, consideration, obviously, hopefully even illicit uh, product purchase. But, you know, it's really, really important that, uh, you know, advertising does a job and does a job that, you know, has a has a commercial outcome. Dave, what you just described there, if you actually wrote that down, it's a long list of things to do in 30 seconds. It is. And it, it, is. It, it sounds terrifying it is. <laughs> when you review it. And you and, and many of your peers in, in the industry are, in charge of making sure that every every line on that list is, is yes. ticked or at least the ones that have the priority how do you go about that what where what what are the main cogs or tools that that you use as a marketer to ensure that you're hitting you're hitting those points yeah no i i think a great question like i think you always have to start with your insights and your research um you know what is the problem you're 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 trying to solve and i suppose ultimately at the end of the process are you going some way towards solving that problem um, I think you've also got to look at the context, what's going on in the world at the moment, what's going on in society, in the market, in your sector. Um, I think one of the big challenges is to be different. Um, you know, particularly, same take the energy sector. You know, there is a lot of sameness in the energy sector in the advertising. Um, a lot of the other suppliers are talking about the same thing. And I think one of the challenges we have as a, as a new newbie in the, in the marketplace is to be different and to talk differently. And uh, you, you, you have to hone down those messages and you have to be yeah, very clear, very concise, um, and really try and hone and, and zero in on one or two things that you can get across in a t- whatever, 20 second, 30 second spot. Um, I, I think, you know, if you look at advertising today and advertising in the future, you know, lots of people are advertisers now. It's not just necessarily the marketing department, you know, um, it's it's certainly, you know, anyone can be put a piece of content up on social media now, it's promoting a product and, you know, do you know what, maybe they're an advertiser now. Um, but I think, you know, it's the skills of the creatives, the skills of the media buying, the skills of the insight generation, by pulling all that those ingredients together and coming up with a really, really interesting piece of creative is where you can cut through, I suppose. And I suppose I'm a firm believer that, you know, creativity can win over budget. Uh, it's hard, uh, but it is possible. Um, and I think, you know, ads are going to be, you know, various forms into the future. They're not going to be 30 second spots. I think they're going to be 10 seconds. They could be one minutes. They could be whatever. And I think we're starting to see, you know, long form content as well coming into the world of advertising. Um, interesting when I was looking at the ads for this, you know, there's some of the, some ads are, you know, that you're seeing now are, twi- are you know, usually two minutes long. Uh, and you know so the world is you know this world has been disrupted as well like many other sectors um and you know it's really important that you are clear on your objective and trying to solve the problem that you set out to solve you're you're i think you're preaching to the choir with with with, uh, solving the problem and creativity winning that we're we're firm believers 
in that on, on, on our side and before we we get into um, your selection uh, of ads David I think I know the answer to this question but do you like ads I do I do I I, I think it's it's funny it's uh, when you're at home in the evening and you're hitting the fast forward button you kind of go stop when I watch that one uh, <laughs> uh, or stop what are they doing that's yeah. interesting that's new that's well, new I've not seen that I've not seen that, that one before <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, or you know <clears throat> And I think, you know, I, I probably still watch more live TV than I than a Netflix or a Prime. Mm-hmm. Um, so you 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 do have the the opportunity to watch more ads on those more traditional channels. Um and I, yeah, there is a little bit of excitement in me and you see a kind of a new ad and it's a good ad and you kind of go, just uh, fair play like to them. Well done. <laughs> like it. That's brilliant. Uh, I think right, well, I, I think just before you go into air, just on well, something you said about um, being different and kind of the importance of being different, especially in a crowded market. I always it always reminds me of one time when we were um, back in the day, we were working on the the Lidl account, and I remember I think it was Mark Delaney at the time was trying to prove a point about being different, and he put up on a slide, of coming up to Christmas, Tesco, uh, Lidl, Aldi, Super Value, Duns. But rem- took a shot from their Christmas ad of the turkey, and with mm-hmm. no brand on it. And he tried mm-hmm. to get anyone to guess mm-hmm. <laughs> what it was. What it was the table uh, spread? It was the ta- of, it was the, know, that shot. You know that epic? <clears throat> no one got it, <laughs> and it was kind of like so. His point was around the fact that that you're easily wallpapered when yes. everyone's talking about the same thing. And I yeah. just it always sticks with me anytime we get a brief or something, and I'm like, like because think how important Christmas is to retailers, and it's like there's things you have to do. But also think of the benefit if you went slightly, just slightly off, mm. just to be remembered. Exactly. So just on that, a bit, just about changing the sector. I just thought that was an interesting point. Yeah, yeah. No, I think, I think as as you know, as advertising changes, um, differentiation is really, really important because yeah, you know, there's tons of sectors out there where we're seeing the same types of ads and absolutely put your finger over the logo. Yeah. Would you know who it is? Yeah. Um, definitely. And. You know, we we you know we we in Pinergy have a different message to other energy suppliers. Um, the the challenge that we often have is getting that cut through is that because people are told that the only way to buy energy is on price, mm-hmm. that's the only way I buy energy. You know, and you know there's there's lots of other things you should consider as well. Um, but unfortunately, the commoditization of the product has meant that. You know, it turns into, um, you know, advertising being put out that is, you know, it's it's very it's, it's the same same, mm-hmm. um, and you know, colors, logos become the different point of differentiation. Yeah, and um, even sometimes. Yeah. Colors can be very similar in, in mm. certain sectors. Yeah. The blue in, in, in insurance is... Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, we have a, a lot of blue in, in banking and insurance. And, yeah. you know, th- there's, there's theories behind that as well. Yeah. It's safe, Color. all that kind of stuff. So, <clears throat> uh, Great. Well, uh, hopefully we'll see some ads with, with points of differentiation uh, on this one. Uh, David, can you tee up your first uh, choice for your ads today, please? Yeah, so I'm, go- I'm going to go back into the last century, uh, back to 1994, I think. Um, so I was in college back then. Um, and, you know, you know, college, college UCD, um, when I was there, it was all, you know, the social life was, you know, really important part of going to college, uh, a really uh, important aspect of growing up um, when you're in college. And I suppose one of the some of the one sector that kind of comes at you very hot and heavy is the is the the, the drinks sector the alcohol sector um and i suppose you know we uh, my generation you know we were you know targeted very heavily with uh, brands like budweiser uh, lagers and the like and then in the summer of 90 i think the summer of 94 uh, this ad came out and it was it's called anticipation by guinness and probably for my generation, Guinness was an old man's drink. You know, it was something we didn't even consider. Uh, it was something, you know, our, our grandparents drank. Um, it was, a, you know, it, it just wasn't cool. Um, and then this ad came out. And 
at the time, the the actor in the ad became a became a celebrity. Uh, Joe McKinney, he was everywhere, opening, uh, you know, events and buildings all over the place, appearing on TV. the The music went, to, I think, went to the top of the charts. Um, Prez Pedro, and I suppose coming back to what I talked about earlier on about emotion uh, and unlocking your product, I think that it, I think this ad really encapsulates those two things. Um, it's it's uh, it's it's fast moving. It's fun. Uh, it's exciting. It's fun. You know, there's a bit of fun in it, funniness. Um, but it's also talking about the hundred and I think it's 116 seconds you have to wait for a pint of Guinness to settle. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're explaining the benefit of a premium product to to you know in in in, in that way. And I think what the ad served to do was that you know it made this product a certainly on our consideration set uh, as students, which it probably hadn't been previously. Um, and it's and certainly, you know, if I meet my friends, probably the vast majority of them I drink Guinness. Um, and I, I think it's all due to this campaign back in 94. Um, and I think at the time as well, it was, you know, um, I think 94, the Ireland were in the World Cup in America. You know, it, it was a, you know, it was a busy summer. Lots going on, and you know this made kind of went beyond advertising, beyond marketing, beyond the sector. This was a talk. This was this had ad had talkability, uh, and was very very much featured in the in the in the uh, media um, above and beyond uh, what it what it looked like. Um, so we'll go have a we'll have a quick watch of the ad, yeah. and then we'll come back and discuss it a bit more. Great. There you are now. Absolutely. Brought a smile to your smile to your faces there, guys. Like that's that is if you were to say to me, what's the first ad I remember? That is probably the first ad in my entire life mm-hmm. that I I I just remember it. It just brings back I'm like I just remember being a kid and being like, Oh that, I know that song. That's on the telly. And not knowing what the hell Guinness was. <laughs> <laughs> but um, that's just that ad is just fucking great. <laughs> it's just there's, so crazy. There's too many good talking points about it. There's, it, it, it like genuinely, it's, and I don't think I genuinely I don't think this is nostalgia talking. Again, we were we were uh, younger uh, when we watched this. Um, this came out in '94. Shane, we were we were both five and six. Five and six. Yeah. So. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, David. Okay. <laughs> it's okay. But this is like. It's 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 not just that nostalgia of the music and the funny man dancing around the pint. Mm-hmm. This when you when you watch this ad, there's there's so much to talk about. There's the art direction, there's the music choices, the acting, there's the the set, the, set. the bar, the, the, there's the, the the lens choices, the post production. Mm-hmm. There's there's so many different ingredients to it that it makes makes it look like a simple ad. Just a fella acting the idiot while he's waiting for his pint to settle, but it is so more much more than that. Uh, and I don't think I'm overstating it when 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 I say that. Um, when when you kind of hinted there, David, when it, when it came out, the the cultural impact it had and people going mad. What was it for you that that drew you into into the ad and kind of made you made you and, and seemingly a whole generation reevaluate the product? I I I think for me it was one of the first times I saw perceptions change about a product because of an advert. Um, in real time. In real time. Yeah. Yeah. Literally, probably over six months. Wow. Um, That's insane. Yeah, like you, 
again for my generation uh you know as i said we were targeted for budweiser and mm. the harps and carlsbergs and you know the lagers and you know guinness was seen you know as a as a drink that you know my my grandfather would have drunk um it's not a drink for me. I'm, you know, I'm the, I'm the future, you know, that's the past. Mm. Um, and I think in fairness to the, 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 the client, uh, Guinness and the agency who put it together, I guess, you know, they, that was probably quite a bold step at the time. Um, and even if you look back at previous Guinness advertising, you know, it's, it's kind of very samey and stuff. This is different. This is, this is literally as, as Pepsi would say, talking to a new generation, you know, and saying, uh, Guinness is cool, and it's, you know, it's very far from Toshi Dig Chat. Exactly, exactly. And I think you know the the whole thing as well. In you know, in in you know, as as pubs got bigger and nightclubs and whatever, and the whole thing of having to wait for a pint of Guinness that was seen as a negative, it's now seen as a positive. You know, mm. you you know, what, what's one of the object object objections to having Guinness? I have to wait two minutes for the top to be put on it or for it to settle. Yeah. Seriously. Now, after seeing the ad, I can have a dance. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's cool. <laughs> it's an opportunity to talk. If you're it's going an up to get a drink, if you bring yeah. someone up to get a drink, you're like, poor the Guinness, now I can talk. Okay. We don't leave the bar for... Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And the music then, you know, was, uh, you know, was top of the charts. It was, you know, that's what we danced to in the discos and stuff, you know, like the nightclubs, mm-hmm. like that song, people were doing that dance. You know, I'd say it everyone acting the Egypt, acting the Egypt, absolutely yeah, on, yeah, and you know, and and more, but absolutely, you know, and the and the whole thing was could could you get a point again on the dance floor without the bouncer seeing, you know, that that was the <laughs> dance, up, dance up, up the sleeve, up the sleeve, or whatever. Um, but that's good, crack. You know, the, what the what the the team behind that ad did was change perception. I suppose that's probably the first time I I kind of saw marketing in action, where, you know. I, you genuinely just saw a change in perception of a product pretty much in eight, six months or a year. Um, so it moves from beyond being marketing, as, as you said earlier on, to being more in the zeitgeist. Yes. It's just a, it's a cultural yeah, that's the word, the zeitgeist. Yeah, it was a cultural moment. Um, mm. So like I'm sure in reeling in the years, that, that ad is in reeling in the years, you know, because yeah, sure. it was a moment of that year, um, you know, where all elements of the, you know, the ecosystem of the campaign worked so well, you know, from the TV spots to the, the outdoor, to the, 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 the on-trade, whatever, but also the PR side of it as well. Like, I, you know, Joe McKinney was a celebrity for that summer, you know, um, and, you know, whether it's true or not, I remember at the time they were going, oh, this was just a short campaign just to fill a gap. You know what I mean? It was all played yeah. down and it's a marketing miracle. Like, and nearly an, nearly an accident i'm sure it wasn't um but you know some very clever people were behind it and as you said yourself the 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 final the final advert, advert product is really you know it's 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 young it's it's energetic it's fun it puts a smile on your face and i saw the two of you there watching it and you both smiled yeah. and i think yeah like did, did it did it do two things it it it, it brought emotion it it's uh got you interested yeah. and it told a bit about the product um, and just on, on joe mckinney there like I, i'm sure like there's some scripted do these kind of movements especially the ones that had the pints in on them to you know to, to fit in but i'd say a lot of that would i'm, I'm guessing it would be improv yeah of him just 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 do stupid dances for for an hour there while we have enough uh real and he, in fairness to him, he lets go. He doesn't care about what he looks like, and that's that's what the best actors do when they're in the scenario. They throw themselves, uh, kit and caboodle into it, and he, he's done a great job there. I think it's um, I think it's Arcs advertising, and I'm open to correction from <laughs> from anyone who knows more about the behind, but behind story of of this uh, of this ad because it's it's amazing. Uh, and just one note of something I've been trying to wrap my head around on it. Is apart from the grading changes and the, the the shot format changes throughout the whole thing, the editing techniques, is the choice to put him in a grey shirt on a grey background. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I'm just like, it's it, is it to to not make him stand out? It's the Guinness to dominate the. Is it for when he when the Guinness is in frame, his trousers are black like the Guinness, and he's grey like the wall? So it's 
he matches the Guinness. Um, I don't know. I don't know. He matches. It's like symmetry. It's just because it, even the grading choice, the real sepia grading choice, and they desaturated mm. his skin. It's very yellow. It's kind of like it's it works. It shouldn't work. It feels to me like mm. if I was directing that, I'd be like, don't put him in a gray shirt. Mm. We'll lose him. Mm. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Um, but it just it just works. It just works so well. It's. Just I guess so I guess cool. his movement takes yeah. away that that fear of that he'll seep into the background i think yeah. the, um you know and even the you know the grandfather shirts which were which were pretty cool at the time yeah, yeah. Uh, is there as a as a record of the 1990s but you know his movement you're right yeah. is what makes it and yeah you know and it's nearly like the guinness is the star of the show yeah. um and you know we're all all waiting for the end of the ad when the pint of guinness arrives yeah. um, and i'd love i'd love to know i'd love to know the 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 bit of wall i'd just i'd love to talk to someone involved They're like where what is what are you referencing there like was is it like are you trying to reference like an old shitty pub or you know obviously with your man pouring there's the point some, there's something there's but some art like, directors is just like it feels like to me like <laughs> it's it would be a piece of like that wall is a piece of art from something yeah. that's what it feels like it feels like i don't know if you've ever seen the um you know the red hot chili peppers uh music video was a can't stop came out in like 2004 yeah and all the components of the music video are from i think it's from like moma or something and they built them around them it feels like that it feels mm. like a piece of art which is obviously if you're making something you want it to feel like mm. a piece of art but it just it's so it's such a choice yeah <laughs> that you're like oh they, that's for a reason they yeah. fucking put that there and it yeah. looks cool yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. Yeah. i don't know it's great great choice I, that's, that's i love this podcast choice. for that because like i i purposely don't watch ads now old school ads anymore mm. because i know they're going to come up and it's yeah. so much more fun when you yeah. get to see yeah. them on the podcast that's a great and it's amazing like that that's but they're 28 years old like it's a you know it's still Class. you can still play it today. now yeah. yeah you could rerun it now yeah, it's the it's it, the the bit as well where they actually don't give you the payoff of of him actually having the pint of Guinness. He's about to have yeah. it in yeah, the freeze frame. Yeah, yeah. It's almost like now you've to go get a pint of Guinness to get that yeah. release of all this anticipation, mm. which is which is great. That's a whoa, what a what an opener. Um, yeah. I don't think you're going to be able to follow that. Uh, <laughs> with, with we'll cut it here. We'll cut it there. We'll give it. That's it. We'll give it home. <laughs> Um, so what's uh, what's the title of our next ad and uh, what can we expect? Yeah, so the second one is um, I'm, go I'm going to dip into the energy sector now, if you don't mind. Um, no it's, it's an ad from the UK, so you may not have seen it over here. Um, it's from an energy supplier called Ovo, um, who were a fast growing energy supplier in the UK. And, it's and I suppose a bit like what I was talking about earlier on, you know, uh, sometimes in advertising, you kind of have to stand back and you kind of have to look look and sound and be very different. Um, and I think this ad came out, I think it was in 2018. Uh, it was put together by an agency called Uncommon in London. Um, and I suppose what they were trying to do was get attention. Um, it's one minute long, so I suspect the... The spots there weren't many spots of it um but i think if you watched it and you saw it it would make you think mm -hmm. um it's uh so it's called um good things sorry it's called uh what's it called power your life differently power your life differently that's it thank you <laughs> yeah, well let's have a let's have a watch and then we'll come back and chat about it not believe in climate change. There global is warming no is not happening. There is no Therefore, such thing as climate change. Weather warnings for the UK. Where is your evidence of global warming? They are pulling out of the historic agreement. I don't want you to protest, I don't want you to riot, because I wouldn't know what to tell you to write. All I know is that first, you've got to get mad. I want you to get up now. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. Go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell, I'm as bad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore! Well, that gave me goosebumps. So, no so, smiles this time. No, that gave me goosebumps, <laughs> though. That, that, the, 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 
speech from the network like um that what is that pantera i think that's pantera metal riff that's it's slayer i think slayer that's fucking some that's really good yeah yeah that's class i've never seen that yeah no um so you know that ad was put together in 2018 um i think it was at towards the middle of the trump presidency um when climate change denial was probably at its height. Um, You know, and obviously in the last couple of days, we've seen climate change in reality uh, Mm -hmm. with with rising temperatures and heat waves across uh, Ireland and the UK and Europe. And I think, you know, what this ad just tries to say is we need to do things differently. And without making changes, we'll continue making the same whether they're mistakes or not, we can, nothing will change without change. Um, and I think, you know, it's a very powerful ad. Uh, it talks about all the small things we can do. And, you know, at the end of the day, it's, it's just, it's a very simple message. OVO have 100% renewable energy, but it's the way that they tell it. Um, I, I, I uh, you know, if someone said to me, I want, I'm going to put an ad in where we have climate change deniers in it, we're going to play Slayer soundtrack, we're going to have <laughs> shouting on it, it's going to be dark, it's going to be on a beach. It's a hard, that's a hard brief, or that would be a hard brief to sell, I'd say. <laughs> yeah, um, sure. But it's very powerful. And it, uh, it is an ad, uh, really talks about you know, what we need to be doing and doing things differently um, and making sustainable choices. Yeah, it's uh, definitely stops in your tracks um, without a doubt. I love I love that the appliances are literally plugged into the earth. Mm. Yeah. You know, I think that's that's a really powerful kind of piece of, of, of the creative. I'd love to I'd love to see behind the scenes and see what is CGI versus what's real. Mm. Uh, and if it is all real or you know if there's a clever cut to 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 match it for cgi i think that's just just from a production point of view i think it looks stunning when you when you pull out and see the vastness of 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 everything that's sprawled across and obviously it's a metaphor for for us plugging into the world and and and, and the amount of energy we're taking out of it so yeah there's there's a lot in there to digest. There is <laughs> from from one viewing. It's the kind of thing you could watch a couple of times and pick a, di- a different thing out each time. It's also like I thought it was interesting from a choice point because you feel uncomfortable. You're like, mm. why? And that's a choice. Like that's obviously Slayer. You know what I mean? That's a choice. Peter Finch's speech. That's that's essentially about just someone descending into absolute madness and being like, what the fuck is going on with the world? Um, but like they did some really weird interesting choices i copped through it apart from having the 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 insane people saying climate change is not real um but like having a polar bear like its mouth opening which is like a very aggressive feeling for a human to see it's it's like you know when like a lion yawns and you see Mm. their full teeth it just makes you uncomfortable Mm. um similar to i think there's a shot of a great white shark coming out of the water on one of the screens behind someone talking is it's just all these kind of like psychological elements to be like don't feel this is this is all bad every every bit of your being should be not feeling good about what you're seeing on screen but be on tilt yeah it's putting you on edge and then they're they're layering that up with sound design and then multiplying it with that kind of you thought it was uncomfortable to see like one or two electronic things plugged into the ground well, here's the fucking rest of it um and it's just so unnatural you know what I mean? And then you kind of draw that. You're like, yeah, that's that's kind of what's going on. And then, boom, they pull up that epic shot at the end, um, which is very impressive. Um, it's, yeah, I, I, as I said, I'm not seeing that. And it, it did give me goosebumps. I'm very surprised I got goosebumps. I was like, like that, that, that doesn't, I don't really get that. But it I just think made it, you feel something like it. It does. It makes you feel uncomfortable. I think it actually shows the benefit of slightly longer form content as well. Like it's a, it's one minute, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It didn't feel like one minute. Yeah. Yeah. That, that flew you by. Take in a lot. Genuinely. You see, there's a lot yeah. of pieces. There's a lot of world yeah. building as to what is this scenario. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, didn't and, and, like and like you don't see the logo till the very end. You don't know what it's for. Like, mm-hmm. you, it, like, Yes, it could be energy, but cripes, it could be lots of other things. Um, and and as a 
as someone who's head of marketing in an energy provider, what what was your take when you when you saw this or you, you reflect back on it again? I when I first saw it, I said, "Wow." Hmm. Um, I, I think c- come back to the conversation. You know, you know, energy is seen very much as a commodity. We see it as a resource. It's a precious resource. I think we're seeing that now in the world as well, that, you know, with pricing going up around electricity and gas and whatever, it's becoming more, you know, we, we have to treat it with respect. We have to use it properly. Um, like one of the things we try and do is we, we give people their, ins- their, their data and their insights on how they're using um, energy. We, we reckon about 20, 20, 15 to 20% of energy is wasted every day just by, wow. you know, bad habits. Mm. And if we all you know, better used our energy, um, you know, that could reduce the demand for energy by 20%. Um, and we're talking about emissions targets coming in, coming in by these types of numbers. Like s- some changes are big, but lots of changes are small. And I suppose the, the, the shock value of that ad shows you that if you don't do something about it, you know, there is a, you know, there's, there's, there's there's a there's a climate change problem out there and we you know we collectively have to address it it's not about governments it's not about companies it's not about homes it's about humans and everyone making the right choice whether you're in government whether you're in business or you're 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 using energy at home mm-hmm. um, and i think for too long the sector in you know you know it's been pay us a bill uh, give us your money mm-hmm. Or we cut you off, and like that's not an engagement. That's a that's a payment. Me- that's a payment mechanism. Yeah. I suppose we try and do is offer that value where we give you the data and the insights, and you're able to see how you're using your energy. If you see how you're using your energy, your awareness goes up. Yeah. Um, the best analogy and the one that I often gets is like we've all, we've all got into fitness trackers now over the last couple of years with COVID. You know how many steps do we do every day? You know it's all about tracking numbers. And if you track your numbers, you know how you're doing and you can make small incremental changes. Um, and I think what we're what we see in that ad is that if everyone makes small little incremental changes, you know, we can we can certainly stop the climate change, the, the direction of travel around the climate catastrophe um, and certainly try and stop it. Um, and like I think we like we would have all seen the TV uh, pictures from the UK yesterday around London, like, you know, yeah. mad stuff you know and they're saying that that's going to happen every three years um and you know it's not about what the government does it's not what businesses does, it's what homes do it's what we all do it's a very stark conversation to be having um it's not a, necessarily an advertising conversation but i suppose advertising can play a role in this in you know highlighting these issues um and yeah, i suppose and seen... creating reasons why or opportunities what people can do to make a change Absolutely. I, I think, uh, I don't know if you noticed, um, but uh, Can was on a couple of weeks ago. Uh, Greenpeace made uh, a lot of um, a lot of protests at it uh, for that exact reason. And well, I think the main the main message was um, was, was around oil companies uh, and work with oil companies. But there was just trying to get the advertising community to wake up to 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 climate crisis mm-hmm. and they, they kind of stormed the beaches on kayaks and they Did hung they? banners i didn't see any of that they couldn't yeah they dressed up as uh, the meme where it's the meme where the dog is the cartoon dog is sitting and the he has a mug of coffee in front of him and the house is burning around him mm-hmm. oh yeah uh, that, that another one speech yeah. bubble that says uh, it's all it's all fine or it'll be yeah. it'll be okay and uh, they all dressed up as that dog and had the it'll be okay yeah. placards uh, and stuff mm. but yeah, it's it's uh, and I think as as we could see a lot of a lot of brands taking on taking on that message, whether they're doing it right or di- rightly or wrongly or in whatever ways. I think we could have another ten episodes. Of <laughs> yeah, you could. Yeah, on, on, on but, that alone. And I guess what they're looking for is like talking about the anticipation ad. Advertising has the potential to have a cultural change mm-hmm. like that if it's given, if the people involved are all focused on one result. You know what I mean? And they, they have their research, they have their insight, and they understand what they're trying to achieve. Advertising has the power to change things yeah. so quickly. And that, that might sound a bit arrogant, but it's not. We see it. We see it happen in other, like, less important things. Things happen, they change, they become part of, as Aaron said, the zeitgeist. So um, I think potentially that's what Greenpeace are getting a little bit pissy, pissed about, you know? Fair enough. Um, well, that's... Uh 
yeah it's uh, quite different from the first yeah. one but really but, cool uh, really no strong means, uh, yeah. that's yeah brilliant um your third ad is 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 screwed now because yeah <laughs> we'll, we'll so bring the mood back up a bit now yeah my third ad is uh so i had to have a COVID ad in i just felt you know COVID had such a big impact on advertising for lots of ways lots of reasons we'd have a we'd have one to look back on in 2020 um so the the, the next ad is about i suppose and, and again to give context to this ad um, I think this came out in the summer of 2020. Um, we were all, we were either locked down or we were certainly heavily restricted on what we could do. Um, it it again has strong emotion in it, um, kind of family emotion and love and enjoyment and uh, the relationship between a grandparent and a child. Um, and I think it shows you know during that period which was a difficult period where you know where you know i'm certainly making sure my daughter for example you know kept that level of engagement with her grandparents even though she <clears throat> couldn't meet them um so we all we all went on facetime and the first couple of fate times were disasters because they're just looking at the screen going <laughs> but you know flipping the camera flipping the, yeah, yeah what's going on here yeah <laughs> There's, there's my grandparents. Well, that's that's great. Yeah. Um, but over time, they you know they actually started to have an engage, a regular engagement with grandparents on the new technologies that we had, um, and you know, possibly COVID restrictions would have been even worse if we didn't have all this technology. And I think this ad really nicely uh, again brings emotion to a situation that was hard, and a smile to your face. But it also unlocks the pro- un- unlocks the product as well. It tells the benefit of the product in a very nice way. Um, so the ad is uh, by Three, uh, the mobile phone provider. Mm-hmm. Um, it was done by Boys and Girls, and it's called Monster. I take the monsters back, Granddad. Oh dear, the one-eyed fella. No, the ginormous green slimy one. Where is he? I think he's. No, not the under here. We must have frightened them all. The way we're connecting is changing. That's why at 3, we've removed usage limits from all-you-can-eat data. For all customers, forever. 3, make it count. That's, a, that's an interesting one for me because the uh, first time I saw that ad, I didn't have a child. And now <laughs> I have a child, so it was one of those ones that I kind of you I have remember, to have a child. Yeah, ha- yeah, I get it. You yeah. know what I mean. Yeah. Whereas before, I was like, oh yeah, that's kind of interesting. And I remember my my own because uh, I have a nephew who's around that age or was around the time. My father loving that ad. He was like, I mm. love that ad. Just reminds mm. me of now that I have a son. I'm like, oh okay, I get it. I get it now. And I was, <laughs> I was living with my uh, really mother-in-law. Uh, shout out to to Big Mo. Uh, she was obsessed with this ad too because the exact same thing her her uh, grandkids are in dublin couldn't see them for months and months and months on end so anytime it was like and obviously same with your dad there uh shane it's like they're living vicariously yeah. through this ad saying, oh yeah oh yeah i do face ad. you know it's yeah. like oh that connection themselves. that connection is back again well what is it about this ad that, that grabs you into it I think it is that it's that connection. Um, it's 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 actually I suppose as the ad opens, it's quite a normal situation. You know, mm-hmm. it's a grandfather mm-hmm. with his grandson, and they're they're solving a real life problem. You know, uh, <laughs> very serious, very serious very problem. Serious. You know, um, are there are there monsters under the bed? And mm-hmm. you know, that's what grandparents do. They they help uh, their grandkids solve these real life problems. And I suppose when we flip then into the real world of what we were living in that, at that time was that the grandparent. And the grandson were in two different locations and couldn't meet, but they were having a really natural conversation through the through the technology of uh, of tablets, and you know that was reality for a while. And I suppose it, it is an ad of its time. Um, I, I think it has higher uh, it, it has higher emotion. If we were all still in lockdown, I think you'd 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 feel the emotion more, particularly if you have if you have kids. Um, my my daughter Mia was you know um, my parents lived down the road so we were able to go down and visit them but again 
we, we it was at a distance, but her her other grandparents are down the country, and absolutely every Sunday night we had a we had a FaceTime call, and the first couple were a disaster, but you know it became normal, and you know they were having these conversations, and she was taking the phone or the tablet around the house, having a chat with their grandparents, quite normal, you know, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it was as if in her head they were beside her, you know, and it took that yeah. distance <clears throat> issue and the frustration that we couldn't meet away um although probably uh, in a virtual situation didn't feel real but it, mm-hmm. it was as good as we could do at the time and i think it does put a smile on your face that ad because it, it takes that real life situation at the beginning and then flips it into the, con- the context we were living in and then tells the benefit of the product but yeah. the emotion is there and i, I think you're, you're dead right uh, Shane, if you have a if you have a child, you get it more than yeah. if you don't. Yeah, hundred um, percent. And particularly if you have grandparents, or the child has grandparents as well. So. Mm-hmm. I think credit to, to credit to boys and girls one because they would have. Um, there was a lot of pandemic ads that yeah uh, yeah were rushed and kind of got out and weren't weren't you didn't feel as thought through as this. Yeah. Whereas you can see they're thinking the whole way through it. Also, they would have shot this in the height of yeah. production restrictions. Yeah. So I'm flabbergasted with the timeline, Shane. That, that you mentioned that point like it's 14th of may on the video that we're after seeing from the tree account yeah, yeah. that's less than two months yeah <laughs> from the paddy's day address yeah. from washington it's very impressive like in fairness to them like and it, it and could, quality it's the quality is what i'm because we all were subject to uh phone ads there for a while but like um but it's it's obviously being able to think that through very quickly but not compromise on what they were trying to say for the brand whereas i think during the pandemic there was a lot of compromising from brand communications and i think it was the ability to do that and be able to shoot safely and shoot in a way that doesn't take away from a story in fact it adds to it i just mm-hmm. it's just a, a very it's they did a very good job you know what i mean and uh it's, and it's crazy like when you, you think back and like we were shooting during that time yeah and it was it was crazy like trying to shoot and like you were terrified and you also you know what i mean you didn't know what the hell yeah, you were meant to do and not to you know has everyone got travel letters uh, yeah, they yeah, yeah, yeah the right yeah. dates on them the, the, the whole job uh, can we get a pcr for the crew it's it's oh. it was but, but for an ad that was shot like right out of the traps in 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 lockdown uh the story is very uh lockdown um mm-hmm. but because of the quality as you mentioned shane and the kind of the false setup is in. It looks like they're in the same room, yeah. but they're not. It it actually has lasting power yeah. because that that kind of video technology. Everyone's so used to it now. Every generation is used to it, whether you're young or you're old, and having those conversations. That that doesn't seem really COVIDy to me as an ad anymore. That goes. That just looks like oh. a grandparent and a grandkid having fun in just the new the way technology can now enable yeah. it. And Tree obviously as a provider allowing that streaming to happen but it doesn't feel like oh this has to, they can only do this in covid now yeah yeah, yeah definitely yeah no it's Which is really cool to see it and i think yeah it, it, it was an ad that you know uh it, it it showed the brand as well like they 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 essentially were i think they were putting unrestricted limits on data at the time so they were doing a, a nice thing at a difficult time Mm. and telling us the story of how you can mm-hmm. you know how you can use this new feature in a really nice way um and there's no there's none of the stress of you know am i ever hitting my limits you know you just yeah you know we need to connect let's connect yeah, yeah that's really cool uh, it's a great choice um that's that's a that's one serious bunch of ads yeah they're so different but great in their own in their own way so uh, thank you so much thank for, you guys. for for that yeah. selection. But before we wrap up, uh, what's going on with with Pinergy? Um, I I did happen actually just as randomly saw the trailer for season two of of Sus uh, come out. So what what can we expect from that? What else is going on in the world of of Pinergy? Yeah, so we're just just about to roll out our second episode of Sus. So this is a an online content series we've put together to. I suppose to help businesses and, and homes to, to show them stories of businesses who have taken the, the right choices around sustainability. Um, so this episode is focusing on renewables and um, 
So we've we've um, Amy Skimming Black, who's a leading architect, has gone and visited uh, Mountain Point Shopping Centre in Cork, who have a significant uh, solar installation. Uh, Pure Camping in County Clare, who are a, a much smaller, obviously tourist business, but they're doing everything with sustainability in mind. Um, and then finally, um, D uh, Res, who are uh, who are um, selling. Uh, some homes in County Wicklow in a location called Tinnakili Park. And these homes are literally homes of the future from an energy perspective. Um, and we're working with them to uh, upgrade to homes from A2 rating to A1, um, which is quite significant. Yeah. Um, so these homes essentially are, you know, energy homes of the future. They're, they have solar panels on the roof. They have EV chargers outside. They have very smart technology and software inside them that is essentially looking at all the sources of energy in the home and making sure you're choosing the right type of energy at any particular moment in time. So we're shining a light on those. Um, businesses, business is going well. We're very much focused on uh, businesses um, who are looking to be, we were looking for, for a sustainability partner. Um, and I suppose what, we're, what we try and do is we, we supply them with 100% green energy we analyze their data, help them use it. But I suppose, you know, what we really try and do is help them plan for the future and look at alternative forms of energy as well. And that could be solar paneling, um, EV charging, um, LED lighting. We're also looking at additional measurement of utilities such as gas and water and waste. Um, and all these things are all about helping businesses to be more sustainable. We're also, um, again really focusing on things like smart tariffs and smart plans on the on the, the residential side as well so we're we have a lifestyle product and we're again trying to develop uh, new products and solutions that again with that ethos of you know giving you insight energy with insight is our brand promise you know and complete transparency uh, uh, we want to try and get ireland away from this bill shock which mm -hmm. is this you know frightening moment when you get your bill um because you can't you haven't seen what you've been using um, mm -hmm. um and with our technologies and our propositions we're we're trying to bring that across to homes businesses farms um, across ireland cool so it sounds like you're very quiet then <laughs> not much on that much going on at all no, no. Lots, <laughs> lots to do lots done lots more to do so yeah. <laughs> someone famously said that's a uh, that's that's uh that sounds like a very exciting yeah. uh, path ahead and uh, if someone wants to get in touch with with the Pinergy um or even yourself what's the best way to, to go yeah so we're Pinergy website is Pinergy.ie we're on all the social channels as well love to if anyone wants to follow and hear what we're up to um, I'm on LinkedIn as well. So yeah, no, absolutely love to hear from from people um, in the obviously the marketing advertising community or further afield. So uh, absolutely doors always open. So look cool. forward to hearing from people. Uh, thank you very much, David Slattery, Head of Marketing and Communications at Pinergy. It's been an absolute pleasure and an honor to have you on. Uh, thank you so much. And for anyone who is listening and wants to see the ads, uh, you can go on to workwithfo.e forward slash podcasts and if you give us an now like or subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to this on be very much appreciated but until next week goodbye thanks guys thank you